Joe hates a lot of things. Joe hates toddlers and tiaras. Never before have I wanted to strangle so many people after watching so little TV. Joe hates shepherd's pie. It's like puke in a pan. Plus, it's morally wrong to call it pie. Joe hates raisins. I hate raisins so much that I'd rather have ants on a log with actual ants. Joe hates being tailgated. I want a bumper sticker that reads, free golf balls for tailgaters. I want that and a thousand golf balls. Joe hates littering. The penalties range from $10 to $500. They should range from $500 to death. And Joe hates when people say Satan as they pass him on the street. This happens more than I think it should. Hello and welcome to Things Joe Hates. My name is Joe and with me is my producer, Jake. Hello, Joe. Hi, Jake. How you doing? I'm doing all right. I'm ready to get into this hate. Good, because I've got a hate uh, topic selected today, and today's topic is bad logic. All right, yep. bad logic. Bad so. logic. I'm going to um, start with, with one of the things I hate. I hate when people point to a correlation as a cause. Oh, correlation does not imply causation. No, it does not. And here's an example. 100% of people who drink water die. Well, that's a fact. That's water right. kills you. Water kills you. Yeah, that's that the reason. not why you die. You die because you are mortal, and that's just what happens to mortal beings. You also drink water because you uh, you need it to live. Uh, also, 100% of people who don't drink water die. Did you know that? Huh. And there is a cause there. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's correlation with a cause because you die from dehydration and from lack of water. Because you need that to live. Well, there we go. There you go. We've settled it. Yep. Moving on. I hate when people say... That begs the question, when what they really mean is that raises the question. Okay. So you'll hear this a lot in advertising, and you'll hear people say this in meetings and things. They'll say, well, that begs the question, and and then they'll state a question. That's not what begging the question is. Begging the question is a logical fallacy where you have a premise that assumes that the conclusion is true. And that's bad. And that's bad. That's a logical fallacy, and it's it's called begging the question. Uh, there is a, a if you want to hear more about this, I'm not going to go into depth and give you examples of it, but there is a, a podcast called "You Are Not So Smart." They have an entire episode based on begging the question, where you can go and you can listen to that episode, and they'll tell you everything, give you all kinds of examples of it. They'll have philosophy professors on it. It's great. So just know the next time you're in a meeting and some management guys goes, "Well, that begs the question: Should we even be doing this activity?" Just, just make you know that should make the hair on the back of your neck stand up if it doesn't already, because now you know you're dealing with somebody who doesn't understand what the meaning of begging the question is. And it should the hair on your neck should stand up because it sure as heck makes Joe's hair on his neck. That's right, stand up. <laughs> That's right, and it does. It makes me crazy. Oh God, I, I, I've actually had people do this, and I have to grip my teeth and just sit there and just suffer through the rest of that meeting. Fortunately, it doesn't happen to my current employer. I'm very happy happy with that. Well, then let's move on to the next one. Let's get off of this one. False dichotomies, Jake. <laughs> okay. I hate false dichotomies. Here's a, you know the perfect example. I think I've talked about this before. People ask me, "Are you a cat person or are you a dog person?" Well, wait a minute. Why do I have to be a cat person or a dog person? Right? I have cats and I have a dog. I like both of them. I think they're both great pets. I love cats and I love dogs. I was playing with somebody's dog today. It was fun. And I got home, and I played with my cat, and she was fun. It's hilarious. Cats are great. Dogs are great. 
Why do I have to have this false dichotomy? There's all kinds. I'm not going to get into the political political spectrum on this, but but this is what our, the American political system is based on entirely. It's based on false dichotomies. So the next thing on my list of things I hate with bad logic, and this one really, really is at the top of my list. It's horoscopes. Ha, horoscopes. Horoscopes. Yes. Horoscopes? So, horror, I don't know. I don't even know how you say it. <laughs> it's, hor- hor- it's horoscopes, horoscopes, but they're horrifying. They are. Because so many people put their faith in these things, and they're all nonsense. There was a great study. It was uh, originally done back in the 40s and been repeated many times. And Penn and Teller had a show on Showtime where they did it. And what they do is they, they go into a psychology class and they say, everybody write down your date of birth and the time you were born and your name, and we're going to give you a, a, a horoscope reading, or you know, an astrologer is going to come in. I, I say that the exact right way you should say it, astrologer, is going to come in, and they're going to uh, give you an astrological reading, and it's going to be great. You're going to love it. So they, everybody writes their name and their date of birth down, the time they were born, and they hand it in. And the next time they go into class, the instructor has these these cards with their names on them, and he hands out the readings to everybody. And he says, now, I want everybody to read these things quietly and, and tell me what you think, how well you think this represents you. And invariably, most of the class raises their hands and goes, this is exactly about me. This is, this is, this, they nailed it right on. And then the instructor will say, okay, well, let's see what, why you think this is accurate. Why don't you, person, read your uh, astrological reading out loud to the rest of the class? And he starts reading it and everybody starts laughing because they all realize they've gotten the exact same reading. It's just vague enough that it describes everybody in the room. Yeah, that was always that's always my issue with astrology is that the you know horoscopes and everything make these very very general right uh, statements about who you are if you're born on this day or this this month, and I keep thinking to myself that would apply to anybody at some point in their life. Right, and. Not only that, but the but the astrological signs that they're talking about, the zodiac signs, are just completely arbitrarily chosen from years ago, thousands of years ago, thousands of years ago. People just looked ago. up and said that kind of looks like a fish. Right, we'll call it Pisces. Yeah. Right, and it's a constellation, and it's helpful. And it doesn't to even know look it. like a fish. Like it, most of these constellations, don't even look like what they're talking about. It's no. just why isn't Orion just called three stars in a box? Yeah. Right. I don't know. Um, I got a great story about this, though, that kind of contradicts my entire thing. <laughs> it's, it's funny. Uh, I was sitting at work one day. This is when I was working, uh, you know, in a in in a development team, and you know, we had uh, there's a bunch of us sitting there, and I had one of the one of the best coders I've ever met sitting sitting across uh, in the cubicle next to me, and she's sitting there listening to these women who are talking about um, uh, astrology, and she's kind of nodding politely, you know, because she's a very polite woman, and. I can tell that you know maybe she's getting a little bit irritated with this. I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm misreading it. I don't know. But I tur- I stop what I'm doing and I turn and I decide I'm going to enlighten everybody, right? Because I am the <laughs> Joe's going to come save the day. I'm going to save the day, <laughs> and I go. You know that this astrology stuff is just all garbage, right? It has absolutely no bearing on your life. It's completely arbitrary and everything's vague, and it it's just that's just how it works. It's like cold reading and all this other. You know, I I go on this rant and one of the women looks at me and she goes you're a leo aren't you and i look and i go that doesn't prove anything <laughs> <laughs> and to god that's a true story 
Uh, I have another thing that's kind of an aside. It doesn't really fit in with this topic, but it, it, it it's another thing that kind of irritates me. I see. So yep. you got you got to get it off your chest. This is your therapy session, Joe. Right. Just go ahead. It is. It's how it's how I get how I make my my life a little bit more bearable. So, <laughs> uh, you ever have you ever heard the statement? Uh, you know, doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results is the definition of insanity. Yeah, I've heard that a lot. It yeah. sounds like that. That's that uh, quote that people falsely attribute to Einstein, right? Right. Yeah, they do. Fa- it's it's wrongly attributed to Einstein. It's just kind of a saying. It, it irritates me. Because that's not insanity. Insanity is running around in a banana suit telling everybody that you're Genghis Khan. That's what insanity looks like. <laughs> yeah, that is pretty insane. Right, exactly. What you're talking about, the you know doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results is just the inability, inability to learn. Or as it's known by its more, more standard common name, stupidity. Right? <laughs> there so you go. Don't, I really don't like, it kind of fits in with, with bad logic. I really don't like when people attribute basic stupidity to insanity. And that's, that's really not what we're talking about here. And, that, and that's one of the big problems in, in, uh, in humanity is just the inability, inability to learn from experiences. It's, well, that'll do it. Yeah, it is. So I wanted to spend a little bit of time, if, if I may, Jake. I don't know. Uh, talking about I guess it. I'll allow it. Tech, thank you. Talking <laughs> about the reviews and ratings we've gotten on Facebook. Yeah, let's uh, let's thank the people that have given us reviews, <clears throat> taking the time. Like we ask at the end of every episode that you leave a, a like and a review yeah. if you if you enjoyed us. It's great. Yeah. So so back in September, Nancy uh, left us a five star review and said, "I hate that I love this page and this podcast. Can't yes. wait for the next episode." That's the kind of comment I'm talking about. That's great, Nancy. Thank you so much. Yes, thank you very much. Uh, Tom, loyal listener, Tom says this is the official, definitive, and authoritative word on any subject, and Tom. Is 100% correct. That's right. <laughs> can't Man, can't argue great. with you there, Tom. Nope. Nope. No logical fallacies in that. Nope. Super listener Chad gave us a five star review, and he uh, and it's uh, rated us five stars and gave us a great review. It says, "A man after my own hates." Yeah, that's right. Hates. Not afraid to let loose with the vitriol that I'm usually thinking about things. The whole time I'm listening, I'm just nodding along and agreeing. It's a great show, fun from start to finish. Thank you, Chad. That's a very nice review. Yeah, that's right. Super listener Chad just upholding his super listener status. That's right. <laughs> if you want to know how to be a super listener, I'll tell you. Just write me. So Dylan gave us a five-star rating and a review that reads, This podcast brings to light those issues that grapple and annoy us every day. I'm always ready to get into some hate. That's right, Dylan. That's kind of your catchphrase. Yes, Good. I like that, I'm Dylan. ready to get into the hate, Dylan. We've also got a lot of five-star reviews from other people. Uh, let's see. We have one from Joseph and Rob and Margaret, Josh, Judge, Brian, and Susie. Thanks to everyone who has rated and reviewed us. Yes, thank you very much. So we're going to segue into Joe Rates Your Hate, and we're going to talk about uh, one of the listeners here who has left us a negative review. And uh, it's a one-star review, and it's hilarious. Okay. I- I'm ready for this. Let's do this. <laughs> so he says disinterested in show topics period this review by the way is just replete with capitalization errors and all kinds of grammatical errors so the first thing that passes as a sentence for this guy is not a sentence it has no subject disinterested in show topics i don't know who's disinterested are we disinterested in the topics or is he disinterested i have no clue seems like the majority of the show is one household and a household friend working on a bit um Man, he hit the nail right in the head there, didn't I, he? <laughs> I, it can't get any truer than that. That's, Honest to God, that's uh, that's pretty good. You know what? This it's you and this, me in the basement. Right? Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Yeah, 
I don't, don't know. I don't what know he, what he's expecting. Yeah, I mean, who doesn't make podcasts in their basement? Right. I wouldn't mind a live call-in segment. Okay. Oh, oh, thank you. Thank you for that suggestion. Yeah, we'll get to work on that. Yeah. Very disappointed in the lack of enthusiasm from the hosts. What do you mean lack of enthusiasm? I have no idea what he's talking I, about. Hey, Joe, uh, I don't know. That's, you know what that's, I really hate? I hate I that. I hate when I drop a, a 50-pound bag of sand on my big toe. I hate that you hate things. I hate I hate bad listener reviews. <laughs> <laughs> the hosts seem to be either half-assing it or drunk during the podcast. And you know what? Maybe we, he's right and we won't let you know which one. Yeah. That, yeah that's it's a mystery. Okay. I was going to I was <laughs> going to say something but I, I like your answer better, Jake. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a change in the host would refresh the series. <laughs> However, keeping Joe seems like a necessity given the name. Oh, yeah, that's I mean it is that is true. Guys you a genius. Are, you're indispensable. I am indispensable. Maybe the other one needs to go. Is that you? <laughs> I I love how he names you, but I'm just the other one. Right. <laughs> and then he, he recommends it one. that I replace you with a female. <laughs> really? Yep. Why? What's what's? I, I is have my no voice idea. not pleasing. I don't know. But then do uh, I my, not please you? My favorite my part of this is that he, his comment at the end of it is, uh, "Will encourage listeners to stay away." <laughs> <laughs> So all of you who are listening right now, stay this guy away. would would like you to stay away. If you go to our Facebook page and click on his review, you can see his profile picture it involves a can of Bud Light and a funnel. So, <laughs> and that's that's not me making something up. That is that is what his profile picture looks like. <laughs> so Jake, um, at this listener's request, I'm I'm going to go ahead and uh, fire you and replace you with a female. You can't fire me. I quit. <laughs> I'm done. Great. I'm getting out of here. I, cause I, you know what? Because I'm either half-assing it or drunk. Right. One of the two. Yep. <laughs> so I'm going to replace you with Jacqueline. So everybody, welcome my new producer, co-host, Jacqueline. Hello, everyone. <laughs> Hi, Jacqueline. Hello, Joe. I'm ready to get into this hate. <laughs> That's great. Why don't we uh, pick up where you left off with Jake? And uh, we're doing the Joe Rate Your Hate segment. We got some listener hate that I need to rate. Okay. So Tom from Facebook. Facebook. Oh, that's great. Hates when people that use the phrase millionaires and billionaires. You shouldn't need an extensive understanding of set theory to get that billionaires are millionaires. It's the same thing as saying something like people and women or vehicles and trucks. I can't argue with Tom here. Tom Tom's got a point. It is it is it is uh, a, a a very valid set theory point that he brings up. That sounds okay, I guess. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna put the stop to this. Why? I'm sorry, Jacqueline. You're fired. <laughs> I gotta get get Jake back on the phone here. Let me call Jake. Jake has a um, phone through a foreign provider, so I have to dial an ungodly number of numbers to get into him. And send.
Hello? Jake, it's uh, Joe. Ah, Joe. Uh, what do you need, Joe? Jake, I- I've made a terrible mistake. I need you to come back to the show. Screw what that guy from Facebook said. I'm not replacing you with a female. That's the sweetest thing anyone's ever said to me. <laughs> I'll be right there. Okay. Thanks. Bye. <sighs> wow, that was quick. Yeah. Well, I, I came as fast as I could as soon as you called. Thank you. Of course. I appreciate it. So uh, where are we at? Uh, we had just rated Tom's hate or just uh, talked about Tom's hate. Okay. Uh, what did Tom have to say here? Tom uh, hates uh, the phrase millionaires and billionaires because millionaire or billionaires are already in the set of people that are millionaires. Yeah, but not everybody knows that. Well, it's a set theory thing, and Tom's Tom's right. <clears throat> yeah, but not everybody knows set theory. But, I mean, I didn't understand set theory until I went to college. So, well, you know, you, you need to understand set theory. Everybody needs to be good at math now. We can't afford to not be good at math. Okay. Sorry. Is that why I've had crappy jobs until now? <laughs> well, you're very good at math, actually, aren't you? Uh, I guess I'm okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't have any math papers published or subject to being published. And and, and you do. Uh, maybe. 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 Uh, let's move on to the next one here. All right. Julia sent an email. Another one. Wow. We, our inbox must be just overflowing with emails. From Julia. Yes, only from Julia. (laughs) Thank you, Julia, for sending us these emails. But yeah, Julia, she says she hates when people can get away with using fallacies depending on the people they're talking to. Also, when people use their own personal experience when disagreeing with my opinion on the entire system or a large idea. Uh Obviously, I don't know about every aspect of a topic, but but if I'm right about the majority then your one experience doesn't matter. Right. That one experience becomes an outlier. Yes. I mean, okay, so maybe it necessarily doesn't matter so much. Like, yeah, sure, your life matters and what you do matters, but it doesn't change that the majority of the situation, the general trend does not go along with your experience. If you've got something that's anecdotal that goes goes counter to current theory on things, then what you have is just something that's anecdotal. It's not, not evidence at all, right? Yeah, it's it's. I think very, that's what Julia's getting at here. Yeah, I I agree. Um, yeah, and it it makes me crazy too. Yeah, and just I say yeah, that just because much. you that's haven't experienced it that way doesn't mean that it isn't that way. That's right. Espe- if especially if backed up by scientific evidence. Correct. Correct. Hundred percent correct. All right. And, and speaking uh, of something backed up by scientific evidence, what does Tim hate? Yes. <laughs> Oh, yes. Tim from Facebook hates flat earthers. The fact that the following has actually grown and gotten a sizable voice on the Internet drives me bonkers. Ugh. Right. I don't know that I did that Ugh justice. You can look at the. It was a pretty big Ugh. Yeah. uh, Go on the Facebook page and check out the the comment (laughs) because that that is quite an Ugh if I've ever seen one. It is a big Ugh from from Tim. Yes. I I 100% agree. And this. This drives me nuts as well that people would believe this. I don't know that it bothers me that they have a sizable voice on the internet because I think the internet is the exact place for those things, not something, for example, a university. Right. <laughs> so the fact that it's on the internet is sure because so, the internet's a free place. But I don't remember who said this, but they said that uh, at some point in time, uh, 
satire becomes indistinguishable from a true believer. It's uh, Poe's it, Law. Poe's Law. Yeah, so okay. when you can't distinguish satire from what someone truly believes, right. that's Poe's Law. And this is where Flat Earthers, flat the Flat Earth Theory has gone to the point where Poe's Law is taken over and we really need people who are being satirical or being uh, who are mocking Flat Earthers to stop it. We just need you to stop doing what you're doing uh, because stop contributing to the the madness on this. Because people will take what you're saying as, as right. your- Right, because uh, there's really no way for someone who believes in a theory as insane as the Flat Earth theory. Uh, it's not even a theory, is it? I mean- Well, I, I think we should allow it to be a theory because I, I think that- uh, And also don't think we should just write it off as stupid because I have- the exact evidence as to why it's um, a logical fallacy to believe that the Earth is flat. Okay. Following very common arguments posed by flat earthers. The flat earth theory, uh-huh. okay? I'm waiting to hear has this. To, the, one of the premises is that the either the government, NASA, all space agencies, private space companies, or the Illuminati, or some combination thereof, have tricked us and faked evidence that the Earth is is a spheroid. Right. Which, why is irrelevant? I think that's ridiculous, but why is irrelevant? Okay, sure. Let's say that that's potential. That's your premise, right? Yep. That premise is unfalsifiable because you can never... Because anytime somebody says, well, we have pictures to show that the Earth is round, yeah, you, the answer they'll always is, say, well, it's well, just a conspiracy. Faked. Right. They're faked. It's a conspiracy. So it, if you have an unfalsifiable hypothesis, that means that you have based your reasoning entirely in faith and not at all in scientific evidence because you're willfully excluding entire mountains of scientific evidence. Right. So just because, because, just because it fits within what you want to be true. Right. They're all faked and they're all conspiratorial. Exactly. Right. So that's that's the problem with the flat earth flat earth theory. So I'll tell you what how this works in my house. My son was being one of these satirical guys talking the other day about about being a flat earther and, and making flat earth jokes. And uh, I looked at him and it said, Listen, uh, you either have to stop espousing those kind of statements, or you have to move out of my house. <laughs> no son of mine will be a flat earther. It's not not that. I'm 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 not saying that he can. He's free to do whatever he wants. He's just not free to live in my house and be a flat earther. <laughs> I won't have it. <laughs> Makes yeah. You know, it's just something that I I can't abide. This I can't I can't 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 allow this to happen under my roof. I can't my, allow this to happen roof. under my roof. I cannot be party to it, and I will not be party to it. And I will not be party to the fact that I'm willing to take to my own son and make him go out and fend for himself in this cruel world if he thinks that that's the kind of stuff he's going to say. Now, I don't this, think he believes. This cruel. He's not a flat earther. He's just likes. He just likes. He's very witty and funny, funny person, and he's trying to make a joke here. But I think it's time to stop making jokes about being a flat earther yeah. because it's it's gone too far. You don't want to <laughs> send your son out into that cruel, cruel, flat world without a good reason. Uh, Jake. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let me rate these things. I guess yes. last week I didn't rate them. I got kind of tied you up and being didn't. outed about my love of finding Bigfoot. <laughs> exactly. Well, I mean, who who wouldn't love that? That was uh, 
That is such a great show. That show I, it knocks me out every time I, I is start just it. Bizarre. It is bizarre. Uh, let's see. So, uh, let's see. I'm gonna put Tom's. I kind of hate Tom's the least because you're, of your point of being a. Uh, uh, it's not a set something theory that thing. the general population is entirely aware of. Right. I mean, they might even understand that's true. Like you said, like I had never thought about that before. And you said, well, billionaires are obviously also millionaires. Right. Well, okay, sure. Yeah. But that, that never crosses my mind, not when I say it, because it's not pertinent to what I'm talking about. Right. Well, it's, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm i not a big fan of, of these kind of these kind of statements. So I'm going to go ahead and say I hate this, but I hate it less than uh, when people point to correlation as a cause. I'm going to go out on a limb. Uh-huh. And Tom, I'm sorry, but I think this is a bit pedantic. <clears throat> Is what is the name of the podcast things Jake hates? I stand corrected. You know what? <laughs> Should I just go on and walk out again? No, no. You want, do you want to get Jacqueline back in <laughs> no, here? No, I'm okay. I'm sorry. All right. You're right. It, <laughs> it's fine. If you think it's pedantic, it's it, it is kind of pedantic, but I still agree with Tom. Okay. I tend to be a very pedantic person. All right. So uh Julia hates uh when she when people get away with using fallacies. I am going to put that uh up there with hating with my hatred of false dichotomies because I think that's a that's a fallacy as well. Um, so yep, Julia, you're up there. But Tim, Tim is the big winner this this week. Uh, <laughs> Tim hit a nerve, huh? Yep, he did. I'm going to give him the the winner of the hate filled rant of the week, and uh, and also he wins. Joe rates your hate because I hate that more than anything else that I talk about. I would even say I hate this more than horoscopes because wow. you know horoscopes are are relatively harmless, uh, or if the harm if there is harm, it's localized to the people that believe in it. Whereas flat earthers, I think that that is spreading like a cancer, and um, it's it's just terrible. So Tim, you win this yes. week. Yes. Also, if you ever want to piss off Joe, just claim that the Earth is flat. Right. <laughs> So we got upcoming episodes. Next week is going to be video games, and then we got an episode coming up about Jeopardy, and episodes coming up about getting old and Ooh. dining out again. We're actually going to do our first part two coming up soon. Part that's not a grab bag. That's not a grab bag. Yeah. We've had three grab bags. We uh, we're going to have to do another grab bag uh, coming up, but we're we're going to have our dining out part two, and it's going to be focused on fast food. Ooh. So if you hate something about video games or Jeopardy or getting old. Or uh, you know, bad Jedi mind tricks. I don't even know how I can describe what that episode is going to be about. It's, it's, <laughs> I, it's I'm, I can't wait to see the script for that one. That's, right, that's going to be great. I mean, it's I, maybe maybe I'm overselling it. It's uh, but no, I'm, no, sell it. Keep selling it. <laughs> can't wait to get into it. So let me know what you hate. Uh, you know, go ahead and follow us on Facebook and on Twitter. And if you enjoy the podcast, please share it with your friends. Also, it would really help us if you rate us on iTunes or Facebook and tell me what you hate. I would love to hear it. Follow Joe on Twitter at Things Joe Hates. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Things Joe Hates. Our email address is Things Joe Hates Podcast at gmail.com. Links to all of these can be found on our website, Things Joe Hates. Female voiceover is provided by Andrea Petrilli. Podcast artwork is by Susie Blake. I'm Nate Goodwin for Things Joe Hates.